This is Fiat Vox, a podcast that brings you news from, for, and about UC Berkeley. I'm Ann Bryce. Most of us know by now that recreational cannabis became legal in California on January 1st. But that doesn't mean the stigma of using cannabis just goes away. And in fact, the federal government is still fighting to keep it criminalized. Here's Eric Siegel. He's the director of the UC Botanical Garden on campus. Right now, it's still very giggle-worthy, you know. I mean, people still laugh at, as, you know, well, Berkeley, cannabis, you know, fine. But, you know, we're trying to shed some of that sense of it being a, you know, it's kind of a silly, irrelevant, hippie-ish thing and, and, and say that this is, you know, a real phenomenon and, and it, it's going to change the face of California for sure. Siegel says there's still a lot we don't know about cannabis, despite its long history of human use. So the Garden is hosting a lecture series called The Science of Cannabis. Each week, an expert, usually a Berkeley professor or lecturer, will explore a different side of cannabis, from the environmental impacts of large-scale cannabis cultivation to the neurological effect of cannabis in our brains. You know, I think this is a a sort of compelling way to explore how the, the world, how plants and people connect to each other. And for Americans, Siegel says our relationship with cannabis has been, well, pretty rocky. Here's a word of warning to both old and young. Pay heed to me before it is too late. There's a vicious plant that looks so innocent, but its stem comes from the roots of hate. After Mexico's revolution in 1910, hundreds of thousands of Mexican immigrants came to the U.S. to escape violence in their country. They brought with them smokable cannabis they called marijuana. And I should note that there were accounts of cannabis use of all kinds in the U.S. before this, but when it started being associated with Mexican immigrants, it got all mixed up in xenophobic fears and resentments, especially during the Great Depression. One by one, states passed legislation outlawing the drug. And in 1937, the Marijuana Stamp Act was passed, which essentially made cannabis illegal in the U.S. But it didn't stop there. In the early 1970s, President Nixon declared, America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. And put marijuana on the list of the drugs considered most dangerous, along with heroin. As a teenager in New York, Siegel remembers when the Rockefeller drug laws were enacted in his home state in 1973. Possessing just four ounces of marijuana could land a person in prison for life. And, of course, the laws were not enforced equally. I was very aware of the fact, I made very aware of the fact that for a certain, you know, group of people... White, middle-class teenagers like him... Getting high was fine. Um, For other groups of people... People of color who occupied a lower socioeconomic class... Could lead to uh, real trouble. So there was a real um, inequity... Uh, in how people were treated and what the attitudes were towards uh, marijuana use and other kinds of drug use, but specifically marijuana, depending on your race and your uh, social environment. So, and that remains true. And so now, as a way to shed the associations with the word marijuana, many people are calling it by its plant genus, cannabis. 
Siegel says there's still a lot we don't know about cannabis, partly because federal laws have prevented independent research on it, especially research into the medicinal effects of the plant. He says he hopes the February symposium will act as a kind of jumping-off point that could promote more cannabis research in the future. I'd like to see there be the ability to understand this plant a little bit better and see what its effects are and see what kind of ameliorative effects it has on various diseases. You know, it's really unclear right now. It sounds like a mysterious plant. <laughs> it's, it's a mysterious plant, yeah. And, and you know, and I think the th- and then sort of to return to Earth, you know, the mis- most mysterious part about it is just how it affects everybody so differently. Some people it makes anxious. Some people it makes them calm. Some people it makes them energetic. Some people it makes them passive. There, there's just nothing uniform about it. Siegel says that when cannabis becomes more mainstream and regulated, he hopes the stigma around the plant will continue to dissipate. He thinks cannabis will probably become more like wine and coffee, with big corporations producing and selling it in mass quantities, and local operations selling homegrown specialty cannabis at boutiques. The UC Botanical Gardens Science of Cannabis Lecture Series starts February 1st and runs through March 1st. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce.